guest might be available Wednesday if that's a good day. Wednesday. I think that will be because this week. tomorrow I I have appointments in the evening time. So Wednesday would be fine. Uh, fine. Uh, tomorrow tomorrow night uh might have to cancel because I have. Yeah, uh, you know, I think the trivia game tomorrow we can just postpone that to Thursday. Yeah, that's. True. Yeah. But uh, I'll probably modify like tweets that um, that there's going to be no show tomorrow evening. That is a pretty good possibility. And I know for our D-line folks, it says 25 seconds, but we still got about two minutes before I get settled in here. <laughs> uh-huh. so, hang on to your panties. Oh, what is that? Oh, but nice panties, by the way, there, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good weekend. Mom is pretty good. Yeah. Hey, what about you? Did you have a good weekend, my friend? You probably are still working. You're at work, aren't you? You said great new and great blow to Democrats today. They're terrible bill. Oh, that's good. Not I haven't seen too many of the headlines today, Goose, so I'm not sure. What great blow. The only thing that uh, comes to my mind when we talk about great blows is Kevin Harris. Oh, that's good. At least you got a good uh, a good day off. That's good. I feel like I never get a day off. Oh, cocaine. That, yeah, that kind of blow comes to mind once in a while. Speaking of blow, what... 
There's uh, Tampa Bay Mike. Good morning, Mike. Yeah. Mike just blew in from Tampa. We got about 20 seconds, and I guess I'll have to fire up the vocal cords. Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. Welcome to the Slightly Serious Show, everybody. It's... It's Monday. Yeah, I don't know about Monday, but uh, it is Monday, September twentieth. I I almost said it's everyone's favorite day, but that was like last Friday. So, yeah, I, but uh, you know, the week has to start somewhere before we can end the week. But anyways, hopefully uh, everyone had a fantastic weekend. Uh, for those of you that uh, dis- despise the game of baseball, hopefully you enjoyed your football Sunday and uh, your Sunday night football and. Uh, you know, we'll give you an update on what the hell's going on on uh, the Monday night uh, game. And uh, the, get, I got a little bit, uh, you know, we'll see, uh, see what happened with the Chargers. Uh, only Not that I root for them anymore because they're in the lot in the Los Angeles area now. But, oh, I have to. Uh, oh, oh, I've been given. I don't know if it's crunchy. Big Sexy has uh, entered the uh, studio and has given me. All right, everybody take a knee, bow down. Big Sexy's royalty has graced us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sexy has graced us with his royalness. We all must take this moment and eat the some big, chocolate. The Big Sexy royalty has arrived. What's that? Does it have a crunchy? Because it's supposed to have pretzels in it. Yeah, it's, it's a crunch. Like crunch in it. I just experienced a, a Reese's peanut butter cup with pretzels in it. Mm. Oh, I've seen those at the store. Have you? Mm-hmm. I've never tried them, though. Well, I just tried it for you there, producer Eric. So thank uh, you. I would definitely, uh, I would definitely give it uh, two thumbs up. Uh, so if you're a chocolate lover, and especially if you love peanut butter, oh, uh-huh. definitely give that a try. Uh, since we're on this topic of food and all that kind of good stuff, if you haven't already, if you haven't checked out Big Sexy over on Instagram, because he has unprivatized his uh, Instagram account now, so you can always go check what the hell he's got going on over at Dumpling underscore six one nine. And uh, tonight, uh, tonight for your viewing pleasure, you get to see some grilled brown sugar short ribs that he cooked tonight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I I know you can't tell on the D Live portion of the show, but uh, it's a, a big struggle to lose weight. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a complaint. Big Sexy's got to send out samples to all your listeners a week ahead of time so we can experience what you're experiencing. It'd be like 4D. It's not 3D, but 4D. We have everything, oh, including tapes. So we'll send it to you yeah. a week ahead of time, and then we go to do the show, and we talk about it. You'll have it right sitting right there in front of you. Yeah. Hey, can we restart the show? Prescott Bob just arrived. Oh, Prescott. Oh, Prescott. Oh, welcome to the show. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, it's uh, – let's see. Um, 
I, I don't know how to do that. But <laughs> well, welcome to America's favorite day, Monday, because we have to start somewhere. We haven't really gotten anywhere yet, Prescott. We were actually waiting for you to arrive. So welcome to the show. And uh, even did we ever get to the fact if Prescott is really in Prescott, Arizona or not? He claims he is. Um, we, we found that out through listening to the old man's podcast that it, you know, people think it's pronounced Prescott according to the old man and, no, and people the like question Gina, the question right. was, and, is and, he, and Bob is it's Prescott. But, but the his, question was, is he in Prescott is what slightly was asking. Well, hey, wait a minute. Hold on. He can't be in Prescott because the city of Ari- in Arizona is called Prescott. <laughs> That's not what old man says. Not what Bob says. Oh, my God. That's a, that, that must be mine and yours alternate dimension. Oh. Prescott slightly. I, I don't know. I So here's the thing. So I'm get, I'm a little confused now because I thought he pronounced his name as Prescott, but he lives in Prescott. <laughs> Well, they call it Prescott, Arizona out there. I don't know. I, I think it's all the heat. I don't know. Maybe maybe the uh, too many. Uh, yeah, it could be the heat. We'll just stick with the heat. I mean, we were talking <laughs> about other things uh, earlier in the chat, but uh, we'll just stick with that. Anyways, uh, let's see what happened over the weekend. Um, uh, over in the uh, Grand Teton, apparently they have found remains of a female that they are claiming to uh, p- potentially be Gabby. Um, I think I texted you this on Saturday. Uh, yes. And uh, they're saying that uh, Gabby Petito, they believe that it's her body, and uh, they have been doing search warrants uh, back at the house and stuff like that. And I guess let me get this over here on on the, the live portion here. Uh, but apparently they have uh, gone to the, to the house and they – Search warrants uh, documents reveal odd texts uh, and tension that in days leading up to the disappearance of her on her cell phone. One of the uh, final messages that Petito's family is believed to have received from her was in the form of a, quote, odd text sent on th- at the end of August when loved ones began to grow concerned about her well-being, according to the state search warrant released on Monday. Gabby, Gabrielle Petito, 22 years of age, sent her mother, Nicole Schmidt, a text on August 27th in which she wrote, quote, Can you help Stan? I, can, I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls, states the search warrant filed in Sarasota County Circuit Court on Friday and made public today. According to the document, the reference to Stan was regarding her grandfather, but per her mother, she never calls him Stan. So the mother was concerned that something was wrong with her daughter. Uh, the text is one of a dozen grounds uh, lo- local law enforcement claimed it had for probable cause to, to conduct a search warrant at the home of Brian Landry, her fiancé, and his parents in Northport, Florida. The FBI raided the home on Monday morning in conjunction with local law enforcement. The spokesperson for the FBI's Tampa field office told Fox News their search warrant was still under seal. Local law enforcement officers were seeking and received permission to search a black Western digital external hard drive. According to the reporters on the ground, several unmarked law enforcement vehicles descended on the home as officers established it as a, quote, crime scene. Agents took Landry's parents, Chris and Roberta, into an unmarked van that was parked at at home before they were led back into the house. Officers could be seen carrying several boxes out of the home and even towing Brian Landry's silver Ford Mustang away. Meanwhile, the uh, pair of Northport Police Department personnel were seen roughly 40 minutes away into the home of Brian Laundrie's sister, 
Casey later on Monday. They remained there for approximately 30 minutes before driving away. Petito, Laundry, Petito and Laundry embarked on a cross-country trip in mid-June with the plan to visit the national parks and chronicle the journey on social media along the way. Uh, but Schmidt told authorities Petito began to sh- describe how they were how their quote appeared to be more and more tension between her and Landry. So it'd be, the interesting thing, uh, obviously, as uh, you all know, uh, it still remains that Brian is still missing. Nobody knows where the hell he is. The lawyers don't know. Uh, allegedly, the parents have no idea either. And you know, the question I asked over the weekend to Perway was. The first thing that comes to my mind is obviously he's uh, you know out on the run. Mm-hmm. But do you do you uh, you know a question in my in my head remains: Is this something that is going to end up you know a murder and then a suicide type deal? Did you see the picture I sent to you of her that was from the body camera, the still shot? I did not. I emailed it to you a little earlier. Her look at her face, and it looks like she's been beaten on. Her eye looks all swollen. Really? Yeah. Um, Check your. Yeah. It should be in there anyway. And what? What around what time today? Uh, this afternoon. I can tell you here. Let's see. Beautiful sunset. Um, let me see here. Let's check that out because that would be interesting to take a look at. Unless it went to your my spam box. But anyways, if you two, if, two fifty one my time, so it would have been eleven fifty one your time. I don't have anything in my inbox at that time. So if you don't mind sure. trying to send that away, send it again. Yeah. Get that. that up on the air. But it's, it's and the, the, the other things that go through my head. I mean, what is it that drives people to the point, you know, hell, even especially if you're married, what does it take for one person to get into one person's mind? The amount of rage, you know, and, and obviously we're, we're all sp- speculatively speaking here that would drive someone to kill the person that they've married and supposedly love. I mean, it's hard to fathom shit like that. I mean, obviously uh, mental illness can come into play, I guess, but I mean, if, is there any one thing that any sane person could experience or endure that would make them want to kill their significant other? I mean, rationally, it's it's just amazing and it's sad and I I hope they find this uh, Brian Laundry guy and you know conclude an investigation. Obviously, everybody is <laughs> no Prescott. I did not block anybody. Uh, you know, everybody's uh, already I think in my mind assuming that Brian did something. Uh, him disappearing sure doesn't help his case. That's for damn sure. But uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, what develops over the next couple of days with that. And uh, we'll show you. a. So this is a screenshot. This is taken from the cell phone, I believe. Is that what you're saying? Uh, Perk? It was, it was taken from the officer's body cam when they received the 911 call about domestic abuse. Gotcha. They, got, they got pulled over and officers spoke with both of them. They separated them. And this is from the one officer that was speaking with her after they were separated. Gotcha. And, you can enlarge that or not, but you can probably tell better on your end than what people are going to be able to tell on D Live. Yeah, I am fixing. Uh, the, there's you have a uh, a screenshot of that right now, and I actually am working on enlarging it so uh, people can get a more clear picture here. And 
So as you can see, I believe you're talking about right in here. In this uh, area. Oops. Yeah, I didn't see where your where your arrow went, but you'll see in a couple seconds. But yeah, I am, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, it, and it definitely does look like there's a, a huge bruise below her right eye uh, in that photograph. So hopefully they figure it out. Hopefully uh, whoever's, done, you know, if something tragic, because I, I don't believe any uh, word has come out either yet, whether or not they're considering this uh, a murder or not. Has they, Have you heard anything about that? Uh, they are definitely looking for him. I'm trying to think if they said murder charge specifically. Uh, they did go to his sister's house, which is about an hour-ish north of where he lived with his parents. Uh, but they didn't say whether or not they pulled anything out of there or what came of that visit. But as far as a uh, cause of death, have we have have they have they come out and said anything about that? Like no, and I, I think they're going to keep that quiet a little bit until they have more. Um, because sometimes, you know, they don't release all that information so that when they're talking with suspects, the suspects can sometimes unknowingly say things related to what was found or reason of death or cause of death that then more solidifies their case as that person being the suspect. But there's something uh, new that happened. I think it just came about today with a Mustang that was parked in the driveway. They towed that off. Interesting. Okay. And uh, Prescott is also saying that in a video that he saw, it looked like uh, Brian, Brian Laundrie had scratches on his face as well. So he, he did. And he said they came from her. Oh, well, yeah. okay. Well, there's, there's obviously, uh, you know, some uh, issues that they, the two were experiencing. That's uh, evident in uh, at least the photos that we've been talking about. So, um, the, the only other, the only other thing I'll say is, regardless of what is to become of this, I would sure like to see that people don't be showing up and protesting at someone's houses and all. I mean, just let the justice system do what they got to do. There's a a big nature preserve down there. I forgot how many acres it is. It was like 200 or 400 acres, something like that. Uh, I think that they're searching for Brian in, and so far, no luck. Well, uh, as soon as we uh, if we if we get word, we'll uh, break it to you uh, live if we're on the air or not. But uh, hopefully, hopefully he shows up and uh, some questions can start to be asked of him and everything can, you know, and obviously, you know, uh, I'm sure the family is uh, heavily grieving at this at this time and very sad. Very uh, a young, a young gal trying to go out and experience having a fun time and something like this brutally happening to her. It's really sad. So. Maybe an alligator got him. I don't know, Prescott. In that area. <laughs> you never know. Anyways, uh, also over the weekend, you know, the uh, wonderful, fabulous people that don't need to wear masks and stuff like that, uh, you know, they got together for some, what is it? Uh, no, not a gala. Well, it's kind of like a gala, but the Emmys were this weekend. If anybody wasted any time and energy on that, uh, the 2021 Emmys kicked off in Los Angeles County after criticism over lack of COVID-19 safety protocols. Don't you love it in how all these rich people and all that don't need, uh, they don't need any masks. It's the COVID doesn't affect them apparently. Well, although it did get Chris rock. Did you hear about that? Chris rock is COVID-19 positive. Even after having, after even being vaccinated. Do we know when he was vaccinated? I believe back in May. So it was this year. Okay. 
and he he even did a skit on SNL about it about you know getting vaccinated and stuff like that and uh so once again even after he's been vaccinated he did a thing on Twitter or something like that saying uh hey I I just got COVID-19 even though I've been vaccinated make sure you go get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> I mean <laughs> Sign me up for that one. I just, hey, slightly. I just got food poisoning from the shrimp. Make sure you get it. Yeah, make sure you go out and get the shrimp. To get- <laughs> that just doesn't make sense, does it? It doesn't. It really doesn't at all. Anyways, despite backlash online and a bit from presenter Seth Rogen, the 2021 Emmy Awards did not violate coronavirus safety protocols, the Los Angeles Department of Health says. Sunday night broadcast caught flack online as the packed ceremony seemed to toss safety precautions to the wind. Very few, if any, masks were worn and social distancing was not in place between groups of people. When he presented an award early in the night, Rogan compared the event to being in a, quote, hermetically sealed tin. <laughs> Cedric, the entertainer, later explained, however, that all attendees were vaccinated. But let me go back, you know, uh, okay, so all everybody was vaccinated. Well, Chris Rock just got uh, COVID-19. He was vaccinated. So uh, your rules don't make any sense. Someone please try to explain the science to me. Someone rational, please. If you're going to, you know, I don't know. I, I Anyways, in a statement to the Fox News, uh, the Department of Health explained that because of the nature of the event, the crowded venue was not in violation of any suggested safety guidelines despite mass mandates being in place in los angeles county for both vaccinated and unvaccinated people quote exceptions are made for film television music productions as added safety modifications are made for these controlled environments or interactions the emmy award show is a television production and persons appearing on the show are considered performers all persons appearing on or in the audience of the emmy award show were fully vaccinated against covid 19. So, like I said, as long as you're a celebrity, someone of status, the president, Kamala Harris, you don't have to worry about wearing a mask anywhere you are. It's just you peasants. All you guys out there that are like, you know, not making millions of dollars, you're the ones that need to listen to the rules, not everybody else. Not not the one percenters. Yeah, I was reading something today that talked about the new caste system, which basically is like what you're saying, where celebrities and Politicians don't have to wear the mask, but anybody below that, you know, uh, echelon, however you say that, should echelon. wear a mask. Yeah, should wear a mask because they're they're peons. Yes, because they're the ones that are going to spread it. Not not the high class society. They're okay with drinking their you know drinking their uh, you know Sauvignon Blanc and uh, eating escargot. Uh, they don't get COVID. They won't they won't even transfer COVID. Uh, but I think uh, I, I heard that the state of New York has very similar rules to what they got in Los Angeles County as well. So, uh, you know, it's not a surprise to me, nor should it be a surprise to you, because just like with all politicians, what's good for us is not good for them. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, we also had uh, the, the uh, J6 rally in the, at the Capitol this weekend. Um, I guess the the only big news that really came out of that is that uh, police arrested an undercover a- undercover agent that had a a, a weapon. But uh, undercover yeah. agent of who? Well, they didn't they didn't say they wouldn't discuss who he was with. They just they just handcuffed him and headed him off. <laughs> <laughs> That's Apparently, pretty interesting. 
According to reports, though, there was more law enforcement officers than there were protesters. I'm not sure if that's true because I wasn't. Yeah, I did see something on that. I don't know if that's true either. But uh, yeah, hundreds of nonviolent, nonviolent Trump protester uh, supporters are currently in jail waiting trial for walking through the Capitol. And basically, this protest was in protest of all these people that were protesting peacefully, like really actually peaceful protesting, not like burning shit down, even though they might have. I don't know. I have a hard time. I have a hard time saying that they violated any laws when law enforcement was inviting them by com- by waving their hands, saying, come on in. Well, yeah, and now they're saying that those law enforcement officers finally are being uh, reprimanded for what they did on January 6th. Well, maybe they should be thrown in prison, too, for allowing that to happen. That's like, uh, you know, uh, against uh, protecting the government, right? Well, yeah. I mean, if, if one party is guilty for trespassing, wouldn't the first party be guilty for enabling that trespassing? I believe so. I think, uh, you know, there's, you know, accessory to trespassing. Yeah, they didn't allow it. They enabled it. There's a difference. Right. Well, they encouraged it. They're like, come on in. Mm-hmm. Let's go. What do you think, Gary? You, know, you think the, they should be I, You know, I think probably a lot of reasons. Like, did did our federal government, like, severely drop the ball? Or, or to put it bluntly, did they really fuck up this bad? Or what were they were they paid to just enable them? You know, I, I think so many questions that deserve real honest answers. Well, and you know what, Eric? It was obvious they could get enough officers there to cover because they just did it. Yeah, oh, why, yeah. Why did, they, why did they have officers, that many officers on January 6th? Oh, wait, Pelosi. When they had more people show up. Yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah they well, get them there. And, you know, aren't we supposed to be defunding the police? But even the... The question we would have for the defunding the police crowd is um, if you become a victim of crime or armed robbery, um, you know, who's going to is the police going to come to their rescue because they've been defunded? I don't see that happening. Do y'all? It's funny you said that, too, Eric, because I saw just a little earlier where the mayor of Chicago is putting more dollars in her budget for the police because of all the shootings they now have, which, by the (laughs) way, it's more likely for a child to die by gunshot in Chicago than it is of covid. Well, yeah, I, I, and yeah. you know, I think the the last couple of weeks we haven't been highlighting how many uh, shootings there are in Chicago because we just there's so many we can't keep up with. Yeah. But, like I've been but, told, you have more of a chance of being shot in the city of Chicago than you have of catching mm-hmm. COVID nineteen. Oh, but if you raise the question of um, you know how many people died in Chicago over the weekend, you know, and how many people died in Chicago over the September 11th weekend. How many people died in Chicago over the Labor Day weekend? All you're going to hear is the crickets, right? Slightly. That that is 100 percent true. That's all you ever hear. And we got a cricket sounder. That we yeah that uh, somewhere he's I, I've been looking for him. I think Jeremy's frogs ate him though. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he's got some offspring. The crickets do. Yeah, there they are. Um, but the the other thing else, the people that are all about defunding the police. These people that are just hysterical about, oh, we need to take away all the abolish the police, put it in mental health, this and that. They're the first people to bitch and complain if something happens to them. You you and I both know that. But, you know, look at the politicians who claim that they want to defund the police and look at how much how many hundreds of thousands of dollars they spend on police for their private personal protection. That's what I was going to say. You mean the same ones that are buying personal protection? Yeah, same ones. 
I don't know. I don't, maybe they should just uh, defund their own personal private protection, spend it on Nancy Pelosi's chocolate ice cream. It's kind of like the government saying, you don't need the guns. We need the guns. Oh, yeah. They, I think they feel that more than ever right now. But. Mm-hmm. 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 Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, COVID, COVID-19 eviction moratoriums are ending here in the state of California come September 30th. I think, I think there's only 30 days, right? Yeah. September 30th is uh, when the uh, eviction moratorium is up here in California. So a lot of people are going to have to start paying rents again. I know people are going to have to get off their ass, go to work, get a job. You lazy son. But anyways, over in Florida, and God, I hope it's not a nationwide thing happening. You thought that going to a nightclub or a restaurant not being able to because you haven't been vaccinated is bad. Just wait. Now there's fucking homeowners that are looking to evict tenants because they're not vaccinated. Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah. Hell yes. Uh, Democrats are even supporting Florida landowners for evicting unvaccinated tenants. I cannot believe this. Anyways, The first word in that article makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? Our first two. Yeah, support. Democrats supporting it. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And you know what? I if I if I knew I had a tenant that was a Democrat that had been vaccinated, is urging people to get vaccinated, I'd probably evict their ass. <laughs> <laughs> After months of pushing to halt evictions for tenants hardest hit by the coronavirus pandemic, progressive progressives, communists have found themselves on the side of landlord of the landlord when it comes to vaccine mandates. Occupy Democrats, which is a, dim, a progressive activist group, raised eyebrows last week after damn article. What's going on with computer? Electronics are not being my best friend. They raised eyebrows last week after tweeting support for landlords who are evicting unvaccinated tenants. How ridiculous is this? What is the the land the homeowner worried that they're going to fucking put the COVID on the walls or what? It, it's nuts. Makes no sense. It is. It, and, it makes as much sense as Rutgers not allowing online students to take classes unless they're vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, does the landowner, the homeowner or landowner want to evict them if they have diarrhea next too? I mean, you might as well make up that fucking rule too. I mean, what's the difference? Anyways, Occupy Democrats was referring to a Sun Sentinel story about Santiago Alvarez, a South Florida landlord who is requiring proof of vaccination for all new leases and renewals. The group's tweet came less than two months after they hailed Representative Cory Bush for camping out on the U.S. Capitol steps to protest the end of the federal eviction moratorium. The moratorium evictions ended August 26th in Florida after a sixth the three vote by the Supreme Court, putting millions of renters at risk of eviction. Critics on both sides of the issue of the aisle accuse occupied Democrats of playing po- politics on the issue. And I thought we were, we're not supposed to use COVID-19 as a political issue, but, you know, the Democrats will use anything and everything because they're such a bunch of fucking slime balls. And uh, I, I'm so happy I'm getting the hell out of California. I'll just say that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, I don't know. I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't even think a, uh, a tenant has any legal grounds to fight that, to be honest with you. Do, do they, Bert? I, I don't know. I'm not a real estate attorney, but, I mean, I, I, 
I don't see how that could be something they could evict them on, really. I mean, the landlord is not supposed to come into that home if it's currently leased without written uh, announcement and stuff. You know, I mean, they can't just walk in. Right. So they have not, in yes. writing to give like a 10 day advance notice, say, hey, we're coming in to inspect or whatever. Right. So it's not like they should have to be worried about walking in on anybody throwing up on them, coughing on them or whatever. I just, I, I don't get it. I just think it's one more of the democratic agenda to uh, get everybody to, to cow down and do what they're told. And, you know, Hey, this is government wants you to do this. And I'm going to support my government because I'm a loyal Biden follower or supporter. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. For all those loyal Biden followers, they should take enough shots to get in the same state of mind as Biden. And that's the only thing I can think of as far as why they would be doing it. It was just, to, you know, support their leader, if you can call him that. Eric, what do you think? Do you think uh, they have any legal standing to invoke such thing? I mean, if, if you're a tenant, well, um, what would you do? Well, would you get vaccinated I know I have, or would you fight your- um, you know, I, I would probably be, be, be willing to fight, fight it because, well, where I live, I mean, I live in a, in a, in a house where I rent a room for $425 a month. And, um, you know, my landlord, Jesse, he's never, you know, you know, questioned us about it, which I think that's a good thing, but I think I know where he links politically, but I'm just gonna, gonna just keep that a mystery. But, um, but I like have a, a housemate. He got vaccinated because he works in a retirement home setting in the kitchen, which, and in, and in my experience, I've not seen him have any bad reactions to the vaccine, but, but, you know, we all have a right to, to decide whether we want the vaccine or whether we, you know, wh- whether we want to get not get it. Um, right. And I, and I agree with that. I mean, if you feel the, the need that you in the best interest of you and your family to get vaccinated, by all means, go out and get jabbed and take uh, the shot or two if you'd like. I, I yeah. you know, I I am not going to tell you what to do uh, for the health of you and your family. Uh, I'll make my decision. You make mm-hmm. yours. We'll be happy with decisions that we all make. But the, yeah. the pure and simple fact in my mind is that no home landowner has the right to question me on the status of my health, what I've been putting into my body. So on the grounds of they have no legal right to know, I think that would be grounds to fight that. And because, I, I wouldn't um, be surprised if lawsuits uh, in action over this because i think um as far as like your medical history is concerned like um you know i mean as as a tenant you you would be entitled to the right to keep your medical information private um but but um you know and i know but besides this issue i know that you know that, that there's still like the whole like you know, but budget issue going on in, in Washington, like they, they have until the end of the month or or we, we could be looking at a, a government shutdown because we already know Joe but Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema don't seem to want to budge on you know what they're pushing. Yeah, I and you know what I was reading about that a little earlier this afternoon and I'm uh, I've come to the conclusion that I am all about, you know what, the hell with them. Let them just shut down the government because at this point we'd probably be better off as a country if they just shut the government down. <laughs> That's hey, I've at. got a, I've got a good government shutdown theme. Remember the the old Windows XP program from years ago and the shutdown sound. 
That, hey, that sounds like the government shutting down right there. Eric, you're popping really bad. I don't know if you realize it, but it's like loud and strong, and you got yeah. it going um, on, buddy. Hey, Doss, I'm, I'm, I'm Doss trying to adjust. Doss kind of made a comment, which made me think of something interesting. That here you have this dem the Democratic uh, people group, whatever down there, supporting this landlord that wants to tell people you have to get vaccinated, or <laughs> we're going to kick you out of our house, right? But Joe's allowing all these thousands upon thousands of illegals to come in and putting them up in a house and not vaccinating them. Where's the logic in all this shit? I don't know. And I, I do want to get to the, the illegal immigration uh, here in a few minutes. Um, before we move on, uh, BP brought up a good, uh, a good, you know, a, a smart ass comment, but a, a probably a more. <laughs> he was saying that, you know. If their tenants have diarrhea, that would be more, you know, would have more standing to evict them for fucking up their, their, the plumbing situation in their home than they would having COVID. Yeah, uh, put a stress on the plumbing with all the extra toilet paper they're flushing. <laughs> so, yes, you're 100% right on that, BP. Um, speaking of, um, yeah, let's go to the immigration stuff. So uh, over the weekend, you had thousands upon thousands of Haitians, apparently, uh, going under a bridge and congregating. Um, I've heard as of early this morning that they're, they're like flying most of them back to Haiti. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, what about the, all the illegal aliens that are coming from the south of the border? Why aren't we sending them back? Anybody have an answer for that? I mean, aside from Democrat votes. votes. Yeah. You don't think the Haitians would vote Democrat? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Anybody but it depends. Chicken on their plate, I'll tell you. Oh my God, I don't know. Uh, I I don't get it. It's it, it's kind of like in my mind, it's like uh, the Ed Biden administration saying, "Okay, uh, Cubans, you're not allowed here because you know they know they'll probably vote Republican, um, so they're not allowed to enter the country illegally." But uh, anybody else, if you're south of the border from Central America and stuff like that, by all means, bring your brother, bring your cousins, bring uh, you know your newborns, uh, anything and everything, bring them on over. Um, yeah, funny you mentioned that, uh, like the like Haitians at the southern border, like even Arch had an interesting Instagram post questioning, like, how can they be at the southern border in, you know, in California and Haiti is like 2000 miles in an ocean away. That is true. And, and Mary is correct. I, I did not. I did leave that out They're They're flying only the men back to Haiti. So if. Uh, huh. I, I, I don't understand. Well, men, men, men cannot pop out additional voters. That's what it comes down to. That's true. You're 100% right. Mm -hmm. Nothing that this administration has done since day one makes any damn sense. Uh, I mean, none of the freaking words out of Joe Biden's mouth make sense. Why do you think they unplug his, his, his feed three times already? The, the guy can barely read fucking sentences from the teleprompter, for God's sakes, let alone walk to and from his basement to make the speech. And uh, obviously, re of recent, the other thing he's fucking up is, you know, relationships with our friends in different nations, such as France. And who was it? Australia, when he can't remember their name and he's speaking with them. Yeah. You know, that one guy from down under, you know, you know, the guy. Yeah, you know, you're that guy with, you know, you, you got the hairy legs, that guy. Yeah, 
<laughs> don't say hairy legs, Joe. <laughs> you know how he likes them hairy legs. Jeremy, what's going on, buddy? Thanks for joining us tonight. How are you feeling? Well, it's good to have Crocodile Dundee here at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> how are you feeling? I know uh, last uh, at the end of last week you said uh, you were having experiencing bad symptoms from your second yeah, shot. Yeah, and then I got COVID arm on Sunday. COVID arm on Sunday? Yep. Did you get COVID leg today? No. Okay, well, that's good. No. Um, but for some reason, slightly, I went to the beach earlier, right? And ever since I took that vaccine, I went down to the beach today. And I looked down. And you know, like, how you leave footprints in the sand? Yes. For some reason, there was three marks there. There was my two feet and a third one going right down the middle, and I didn't understand that. Was it between your two footprints? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just saying. I don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're talking about the Haitians, though. You know why they're sending them back, don't you? Well, they're only sending the men back, according well, to me. You, you know why, though? No, I don't. Hillary Clinton, dude. Those are the people she went in there and fucked all, out of all that money. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I remember that. Yeah. That's why they're sending them back. They don't want them over here. <sighs> They'll vote Republican because they hate that bitch in Haiti. That is true. And you, and you remember when they made that doll out of her and went up top to that volcano and throwed her and throwed her, uh, throwed an effigy of her over into the volcano? Why did it have to be an effigy? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't she have pissed off the people in, in, in uh, you know, Central America and all that? Why couldn't she pissed off the people in Alabama? Uh, uh, never mind. No, yeah, yeah. I think she already did that. She's already pissed off everybody in the United States. Well, except no, the, the reason I'm calling, though, is about this vaccine. Okay. Okay. So, Project Veritas, you seen the video they released? Yes. Okay. All right, and then now this nurse is saying that, you know, oh, oh, it's all shit and all that. So, you know, I just took my second COVID shot, right? Yep. And I'm willing to put this all to bed. Th these vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers, I'll be the study. Ooh. If, if Project Veritas or, or whoever wants to pay for the shit to be done, I'll take your stupid antibody test. I'll go have your heart exam. I'll do whatever it is. I'll be your study, and I'll, I, I won't charge a dime for it. All you got to do is pay for the stuff to be done, and then exactly. we'll know. And, th and then we'll put all this shit to bed, whether the vaccine's shit or whether the government's full of shit or whatever. We'll, we'll know. If somebody wants to do it, I'll do it. And, well, and, and there's not a better case study. I think you should reach out to uh, Project Veritas. Mel, they'll, do, they'll sponsor it. I'll do it. I mean, I, you know, I've been transparent about mine the whole time anyway. And I'll do it. Well, uh, let me know if anybody takes you up on your offer. That would be interesting if uh, they, they are. I don't believe they will. Well, they don't want the truth to be exposed. That's why. I don't believe either one of them will. I think that I think I think the, the here, here, here we are. I think this is where we're at in the country. I think we've got some people that are going to believe what they want to believe no matter what. And I think on the other side, we've got people that believe what they want to believe no matter what. 
And I don't care if Jesus Christ stood here in front of them and told them the truth. They could, they wouldn't believe him. That's where I think we're at in the country. Well, we're definitely not in a good place. That That is 100% fact. And uh, as, as long as the these quote-unquote progressives continue to spill all the bullshit out of their mouth that all the people across America that have their hands out for anything and everything are in charge. I don't think it's going to get any better. Yeah. So. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I'll be your case study. I'll be your Huckleberry. You know, uh, Jeremy, I have a question for you. So we, we talked, we, we talked about, uh, homeowners, land property owners in Florida, right. Uh, are now evicting tenants if they're not vaccinated. How do you feel uh, about that? They're, they're, they're going to be some dumb motherfuckers, and I'm going to be buying your rental properties for pennies on a dollar here in about two weeks. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. And that's the other thing that, uh, you know, if uh, for those of you that are possibly seeking to purchase homes and stuff like that, you might s- start seeing some pretty damn good deals on the market because I'm expecting a plethora of homes going into foreclosure now that the rent and property moratorium is uh, extinguished. Hey, if you're if you're gonna lose your home, text this number two five six eight zero one zero zero eight seven and tell them slightly sent you, and I'll send I'll send slightly a kickback, and uh, all you gotta do is message me. I deal with people that's got cash, and they pay cash, and they might even let you do rent to own on your own home. Cummy's got one of them T-shirts. Says I buy ugly houses. Yeah, <laughs> I <do>. right. <laughs> I do. I buy ugly houses. I bought one like two weeks ago that it was fire damage and it was in florida it was actually close to mike um down wow. in tampa bay and i never seen it never laid eyes on it it was fire damaged seen it on craigslist called the owner got it for 15 grand turned around somebody i signed the contract off to somebody else in new york who wanted to buy it and renovate it sold it to them for 35 grand i made 20 grand never touched it this uh don't say that this reminds me of 2008 all over again please no <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be <laughs> well, I, I do think there's going to be a lot of foreclosures on the market soon. I really, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for a lot of those family members and stuff like that that might have to go through that process. But with everything that's gone on in this past year and a half, I, I think it's just inevitable for some people. It's going to. It, it's looking like it. I mean, just being honest, I'm getting more text messages and voicemails. Every day, like when I first started this, I dude, I have done no advertising. Like that's the that's the first little bit of I've done. I, I mean, I I made a Facebook post on my personal, you know, on our personal page that my wife uses, and I was like, you know, I just made a post, and now I've got like I think I've got like ten messages in there since two o'clock today. Wow. And yeah, foreclosures are about to be. Uh, it's bad for. You know the American people. It's really bad, but for people who are into real estate, it's it's where you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna make you're gonna yeah, make I th- bank. I think. I think. Like I said, I think you're gonna see an uptick in foreclosures. I think at the beginning, the first quarter of 2022, you're going to see the Fed increase interest rates. Not a lot, but a little bit. Uh, you're gonna see housing prices come down a little bit. Um, I think it's just going to go back and forth for the entire year of 2022, though. I don't think you're going to see a, a huge drop in how in the housing market. 
Uh, I think it's going to fluctuate. Uh, It's not going to go down. Now, the stock market, uh, this government continues to spend like they are. I I don't feel good about people that have invested heavily, you know, in their four hundred one ks in the short term. How do you live in regulated California? And let me tell you something, man. You guys are so regulated out there on everything. Like it, it's like if you fart too long, it's like a, a fine. But oh, I can write a contract for a house on a freaking napkin in California. Oh, Jer- Jeremy, trust me, even the, in the city, the coastal city that I live in, dude, you can you cannot even fire up a gas powered leaf blower or else you're violating an ordinance. But I can, I, I can write out a contract on a napkin out there. Yeah, well, you can uh, or cannot. You can. can. It, it, oh. It's like it, California is the wild west of real estate right now because they have no laws regulating shit out there. I thought you were going to say you could write one in Alabama, and I was going to come back with being a smartass and say, yeah, but who's going to be able to read it? No, <laughs> no, Alabama. Al- Alabama's strict. I got to be careful in Alabama. Yeah, because, like, see, I don't have a real estate license. Like, I-, I sell the contract in Alabama. That's all I can sell. And in Oklahoma, I have to form an LLC to sell it. But, really? yeah, Oklahoma's strict as shit. And, see, if you don't have a real estate license in that state, they'll bust you. And then they'll take your profit from what you got of it, and then they'll give you a $15,000 fine in Oklahoma. So you can't sell it if you're out out of state, but what if you lived there and it was your home? uh, You can sell it if it's yours, but like what I do, it's a no-no. You got to get it, and you got to get an LLC around it, and then once you get the LLC, you can sell the LLC to someone else, but that includes the property. But they bought the LLC, not the property. Yeah, so it's a workaround, but Oklahoma's a bitch. But California, the wild west when it comes to real estate. Slightly, you could walk down the street and be like, hey, you want to buy this house? Uh, yeah, uh, come on in. And there's not shit they'll do to you. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, be prepared to have a million dollars in your pocket if you want a thousand square foot home in California. So <laughs> I seen one in Compton the other day. I was Compton? looking out in California. Yeah, I was looking out in Compton. Isn't that wait wait Compton? That's the place where all the uh, guys in the neighborhood have their pants below their ass, right? Yeah, Compton, you'll get messed up out there. I'm sure oh, you can yeah. find a deal there, but uh, no, no. The deal, no. Might, the deal might involve crack cocaine, but no, dude, Compton. I they they have done some gentrification in Compton. Let me tell you that much. Really? Yeah, because some of those houses I was looking at, dude, they have been freshly renovated, new paint on them. And they're like 1.3 million, and I mean, oh, like, cow. oh my yeah. god! Fuck yeah, I, I, the house might be uh, beautiful and all, but uh, pay attention to your neighborhood. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. There was there was a house I was looking at in Compton. It was 1.3 million, and uh, oh, there was one down the street, man. It was an old beater house. Like I would give like 15 grand for. They were asking <laughs> Oh no, no, I wish they were asking two hundred thousand. They were asking seven hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Trust me, I like I said, uh, you know, Big Sexy and I have been looking at real estate. Uh we're we are probably headed to the state of Nevada in a couple months. And uh it's just berserk out here in California. I mean gas prices, housing prices, homelessness. 
you name it, California's got it, and it's just, uh, I don't it's a beautiful place to live, but... Uh, you want to build in Nevada? No, we're not. We're, we'll, we'll buy already built. <laughs> I think Jeremy's got a lot to sell you. <laughs> he, he might sell me some oceanfront property in Arizona. No, 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 no. I know somebody that's got a lot out there. That's why I was asking. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, no, I... I'm, I uh, no. <laughs> it's a full acre straight up the side of a cliff. <laughs> No, I did buy some land out in Wyoming, though, but I bought that one for myself. Next to Yellowstone Ranch? No. <laughs> well, we're going to take a uh, quick timeout. When we come back, uh, I have, uh, you know, former, uh, I get, what was he? Former commissioner of FDA, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, had something to say over the weekend. So when we get back, we'll uh, hear what he has to say about some of the mandates that have been imposed. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. What the hell is that? Someone's driving. Anyways, welcome back to the show. We got, uh, over the weekend, Dr. Scott Lieb uh, made some comments in regards to you guys all know about the six-foot social distancing thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, unless you're a celebrity. Unless you're a celebrity and you don't need a mask, you don't need a social distance. Uh, you just live your everyday, regular, rich life and just be happy and eat, uh, you know, gray poupon. Otherwise, uh, Dr. Scottley basically, in a nutshell, said the six-foot social distancing thing he doesn't even know where it came from. He's like, it might have come from, you know, back in the day when there was the flu and all that. Back when they said that, you know, the, the droplets could travel six feet. But indeed, in fact, when it get, got to the White House, they proposed to the administration that it be 10 feet. And according to Dr. Scott Gottlieb. Lost you slightly. I think I got disconnected. Anyway. Yes, just for a so second. The, You're back now. So the administration was saying 10 feet social distancing is not going to work. It's going to crush the economy. I guess, you know, closing down businesses weren't, wasn't going to crush the economy, but a 10-foot social distancing thing would. So he basically said uh, it's just something that just, you know, someone threw out there. Let's just do six feet. There's no science behind it whatsoever. I thought Fauci was the one that came up with six feet with all his learned knowledge. No, nope, uh, that's not what uh, we're getting from, uh, you know, former FDA Scott Gottlieb. Some of the key facts in this, uh, the six foot rule, Gottlieb said, was a compromise between the CDC and uh, between the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which had recommended 10 feet and an unnamed political appointee in the Trump administration who called 10 feet inoperable. Uh, both the 10-foot and 6-foot recommendations were unfounded, said Gottlieb, and show the, quote, lack of rigor in how the CDC made public health recommendations. Um, another key fact, many people assume the rule traces to, quote, sub-old studies on the flu, which found droplets won't travel further than 6 feet. Gottlieb said, though research has since shown that COVID-19 can spread through aerosols, which have the potential to travel many times further than droplets. And also, Gottlieb, who left FDA in 2019 before the pandemic, was not in office for the Trump administration's COVID-19 response. 
Uh, the critical quote, the six-foot rule was, quote, probably the single costliest recommendation that CDC made, Gottlieb said, because, quote, the whole thing feels arbitrary and not science-based, which lowers public confidence. So interesting, uh, interesting words from former commissioner from FDA. And uh, like I said, and I've said this from the beginning, and I continue to say this, that no matter, no politician, no health official really knows what the hell needs to really happen. And, uh, you know, they're, they're making decisions um, on, by the seat of their pants, uh, what, or however the hell the saying goes. There's on-the-fly decisions, trying to make up shit. The one thing that I do know, though, is that no matter what, they're utilizing this entire COVID-19 thing to continue to manipulate the public to take control, to take power away from our citizens of this nation. So hopefully, uh, you know, the case seems to be on the decline now uh, until they come up with, I don't know, the next variant, whatever. Does anybody know what the next variant is? I mean, I, I think we're on schedule. You know, if, if Joe Biden looks at his watch again, maybe he can tell us it's time for the new variant. What is the E, uh, letter E in the Greek alphabet? Epsilon? I have no idea. You, you, I I think it is. So they we're already on that. Oh, we are. Yeah, we we've got mu, and we've oh, got right. um. I, we're already half well over halfway through the Greek alphabet. They've no, already it's like hurricane out. season in Florida. Well, they've already they've already came out and said that they're going to start using Greek. Um, I think it was Greek gods next. Well, I think right now we're under the Biden variant right now. The Biden variant. <laughs> That sounds well, about right. Fucked, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, no, that's the Kamala variant. That's the new strand of HIV. That's what she called from oh Willie. My <laughs> oh my! Um, I wonder where's the Pelosi and the Maxine variants and the AOC variant. Well, I don't know, but I do have uh, something for our uh, visual audience. Uh, it's today's photo <laughs> of the day, and uh, this was uh, sent to us by our good friend BP. So let me get this up here really quickly, and uh, you can take a look at that. It's uh, one of AOC's uh, dresses that she wore at the uh, the Met last year. <laughs> so I, I I thought you guys would enjoy that. And, uh, I think I think you, I think it's very self-explanatory. And for those of you on Podbean that don't catch us on DLive.tv, you're SOL because if you want to see video type stuff, you need to go to DLive.tv forward slash lightly underscore serious. AOC's not attractive woman, but she sure is an Asian. If AOC wasn't in Congress, I I got a question. and You you, you guys tell me if I'm right. If AOC wasn't in Congress, do you believe like me that she would be on OnlyFans right now? 100%, Jeremy. I've said that on our show before. She's a... The perfect she'd and she you know what she would probably make more money on OnlyFans than she does as being uh, the Congresswoman. Um, yeah, and I would also wonder if um, she got an offer to be in Playboy. I wonder how many millions of dollars that they offer because you know what I'm not going to buy that issue of Playboy. Uh, Playboy, you got to have something up top, uh, Eric. She's the chairman of the itty bitty titty committee. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right too. So I guess you'd probably automatically say, Jeremy, she's disqualified. Oh, yeah. She couldn't work at Hooters. That nose would touch that wall. You guys are all missing the main point of this. Who's going to buy the damn magazine? Oh, exactly. Very good, yes. 
they can get it for free online somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> or it'd be a collector's item 50 years from now, but will we still be here in 50 years? <laughs> can you imagine some old dude sitting on the porch 50 years ago say, oh, God, no, grandson, look at that. I see that AOC uh, magazine. I dr- well, don't worry about why them pages are stuck together. Grandpa used to be a Democrat 50 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. PP says uh, you get the Nancy Pelosi one when you go into a ice cream shop. The AOC one when you go into a bar. <laughs> you know why Nancy Pelosi always walks up so straight and she doesn't want to step. You know how she. You know how she steps on with her front feet first and she shuffles them. You know why she does that? Why is that? Why is that? Because she's scared she's gonna trip on her nipples. Oh <laughs> her front feet does she have four legs like a horse what are you talking about like she said st- she walks on her toes have you never noticed that no but you said her front feet like she's got it doesn't matter per she's probably a demon in the back like she's probably like got like she's four a centaur. legs yeah she's a centaur uh, well since we're on on, on the uh, topic of uh, democrats you know because that's uh, we all love the democrats I'm sure uh, producer Eric uh, shared an article with me that I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, it's uh, from Yahoo, The Guardian, uh, Robert Reich, and the headline is House Democrats are scared to tax billionaires. That's a costly mistake. This week, House Democrats released their proposed tax increases to fund Biden's $3.5 trillion bullshit plan. Uh, the biggest surprise, they didn't go after the huge accumulations of wealth at the top, representing the largest share of the economy in more than a century. You might have thought Democrats would be eager to tax America's 660 billionaires who are, whose fortunes have increased by $1.8 trillion since the start of the pandemic, an amount that could, be f- that could fund half of Biden's plan and still leave billionaires as rich as they were before the pan- pandemic started. Elon Musk uh, at 138 billion in pandemic games, for example, would cover the cost for tuition. Well, for five and a half million community college students, which, like I said, I oppose anybody funding anybody's college education. But anyways, and feed 29 million low-income public school kids while leave, still leaving Musk four billion richer than he was before COVID. But here's the problem I have with that. Why should it be the responsibility of Elon Musk? Just saying. I mean, how much do you really why, need? Well, but but hold on. Why why is it his responsibility, or should it be his responsibility when he you know you can combat that he worked hard to get where he's at, but why should he give any billions of dollars away for people to go to school? Of his own money that he worked hard. Well, you can we can fight over if he worked hard for it. He'll never spend it all slightly. Oh. Come on. Yeah, I'm in agreement with that. It's just like it, it to me. It's just like you know, you got these people, man. They they've got like Bezos. I mean, there's no need. Like I, I seen somewhere that where if Bezos and Bill Gates and you know all these billionaires these multi-billionaires that we have in the United States, if they all gave like $50 million that we could feed every child in America through schools and have completely free okay, lunches. But, but Okay, uh, if you're going to take that standpoint, though, then why stop there? Why not buy me a house, too, to live in? 
No, that. I'm but you, I mean, he doesn't need the money. He's not going to use it, so you might as well buy me shit. I know, but I mean, it's community college. It's. I mean, if he wants to do it, that's great. I mean, I mean, you know what? I, I, should, be all for, I think what I would be all for. Uh, you know what I'd be all for, Jeremy? I'd be all for hmm. that if he wanted to hire employees and extend that as a benefit to his employees. I'd be in favor of that because sure. it's a yeah. bit, a, an employer benefit. Jeremy says, it's community college. Strange, but they're going to be carpenters and plumbers and pipe fitters. And I mean, they're, they're, no, that's what we need. We're short of those, right? That's now. right. That's why I'm in full agreement with it. If I had the money, I'd do the shit too. Because I mean, I think, I think like, I don't think it's too far fetched that we could make community college free because we actually need that. Like we need that now more than we ever have. And the, and the reason that we don't have it is because the Democrats under Bill Clinton in the 1990s, cut the funding to community colleges and if it would have stayed on track i, I read a I, I read a study i th i can't remember which university it was from but if they would have kept funding community college like they did in the 1990s like i think the average tuition to a community college would be like five hundred dollars right now wow yeah but everybody could afford that i mean just make it affordable i i went to a community college for two years then I went to the University of North Alabama, and let me tell you, man, that community college, it, it was $4,000 a semester over there. So, I mean, it, it's not like it's, like, dirt cheap. No, but, I mean, you go to a regular, you know, a, a big-name college, and you could be paying back for 10, 20, 30 yeah. years, depending on what you're When I went to UNA, it was, was $18,000 a semester. But here's, the, here's the problem that uh, I throw in there. If you make it free, then people will – People are not going to be as serious about it as they should be. But you know what? You slightly, have have they're not as serious about it as they should be anyway, because their parents are a lot of times taking out the loan, or they take out the loan themselves. And they just look at it as a party thing because too many businesses nowadays don't care what your degree is, as yep. long as you have a degree, they will hire. You could have a degree, and I'm not exaggerating slightly because I've talked to people in the business field I'm in that are hired, and it's it's a big company. They're hired, and basically they could have a, a degree in dog grooming. It's just bullcrap because, oh, you got a degree? Yeah, we're going to pay you more money. And they ignore the people that have been working for them for five and ten years because they don't have a degree. I mean, that's well, then It happens. Well, and then also the way our tax laws are written in this country, um, the, you know, the reason why your multimillionaires and billionaires get exempt and, 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 and people, you know, you know, below like the poverty threshold, don't get taxed. They turn to the middle class to foot the bill, and and it's almost like the the political class is being driven out of existence if it hasn't already. And, and they already get a thing called Pell grants. Mm -hmm. Like they get those for free. Funded Hope Grant here in Georgia. Yeah, you get that for free. Like you, you get to go to college for free if you get a Pell grant. So they're already not taking it seriously because look at the graduation rate. But I mean, if, if they're wanting to fund community colleges where people are going to be plumbers and you know carpenters and whatever, then I mean, I'm completely fine with that. I mean, I I don't have a problem if he wants to. I mean, it's his money. If he wants to do it, so, do it. It's and Jeremy, and Jeremy, don't you think that those types of of courses in the community college, those are the people who would be paying more attention because they're typically yep. coming from nothing and they want. 
to get that education? As, yep, as and we should be doing it in high school. Okay. Yeah. We should oh, be doing it in high school. They don't do the, the trades that they used to do when I was in high school. Mm-mm, they don't even do them when I was like they used to do when I was in high okay, school. Well, how about wow. this? So, but the, and I go back to the part of why should I be paying taxes for someone to get something for free? Number one. Number two, I might be a little bit more okay of, with that if they cut off all the funding for all of the people that should not be in this country that we give hundreds of millions of dollars to. I see your point slightly, but also in some of this investing, like in the trade schools, okay, let's just take that and not all the other crazy things you can go to school for. That's investing in your future as well, because those are the people that will be building the infrastructure, the bridges you're going to travel over, the roads you're going to drive on, the cars you're going to be driving in, the food you're going to be eating. I mean, that is going to be providing for you, for your life and for everybody. And Trump even had it in his plan to make community college free. If he was taking a trade, that was a part of his infrastructure plan was to make community college free if you were taking a trade. And, and I, I, like I said, I'm somewhat okay with it, but I think there's other spending that needs to be eliminated because the amount of taxpaying dollars that every American has to pay is outrageous. I don't, I don't believe, and, and by no means am I a part of the 1%, and not far from it, but at the same I'm not saying nothing needs to be cut, though. I agree with you there. Something needs to be cut. But at the same time, we need to get into some type of flat tax because if you're going to continue, and and I don't believe it one bit when Biden's administration says, oh, we're going to just tax the rich and anybody under 400, that's a bunch of bullshit. They're taxing everybody higher taxes. But what should be fair, and if you want to talk about equity, Equity is a flat tax, regardless of how much your income is. You play, you pay a a flat percentage of your income, whether you make ten billion dollars or a hundred thousand or twenty five thousand. That's that's well, what's it? equitable. Somebody ran on that several elections ago, and I forgot. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. God rest his soul. Before nine, him, nine, even nine. though, before him, even there was somebody else pushing. Was that Pearl? Rick. It might, I don't know, but Rick it was Barry in that Bush era. But what's wrong with a flat tax? I don't, I don't have a problem with it. There's flat nothing wrong with it. Tax. The fair tax is another one too. So I, there's, you know, you hear about all the liberals bitching and complaining about equity, this and equity, that you don't hear any of them talking about a flat tax where it's fair for everybody. No, they're not going to. Well, then they can't protect their friends. Of course not. If everybody's got to pay, then you can't hold anybody in, you know, special regards. I got a feeling about this, man. The Bible says give to Caesar. Jesus said give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. All right. And the and, and and if you go back and you look in the Bible, it says give 10% of your earnings to God, right? If 10% is if good enough for God, it's good enough for the daggum government. Nothing government. is good enough for the government until they... Yeah, you got that so right. Slightly. Every damn penny you got in your savings account. Let's do 10, 10, 10, flat tax. 10, 10, 10, flat tax. Oh, that, that could work. Well, I don't like the inheritance tax either. I don't either. I think that's a load of bullshit. You don't like the inheritance tax? No. If, if you, well, yeah, you pass away. That money's huh? already been taxed. Why should they be able to tax it even more? They, they have the right to under their rules. 
It's like you buying your land, though. This is the biggest bunch of bullshit there's ever been. If you go buy some land, right, when you buy that land, you it's included. The taxes on the purchase are included in your purchase price, correct? Yeah. Okay. Then why the fuck are you paying the government every year for your tax, your land taxes? Yeah, that's just a lease. That's all that is. It's not taxes. It's a lease. They just it's a lease. Term it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's- you don't you don't own the land technically. I mean, really, look at it. You don't own the land technically because if you don't pay the the lease tax on it, you lose it. So you just buy it for the privilege of paying that payment once a year on the value of it. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you don't own you don't really own anything. Yep. Even your car. Oh, evidently you don't even own your own body anymore. You got to do whatever the government says. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You do uh, do as you're told. That's that's end of the day. That's what we all have to do with this government that we currently have. Anyways, we're gonna take our last yeah. uh, time out for the night. We'll come back. Uh, I have a, a couple TikToks we can experience together, and uh, we'll wind out the show. You're listening to us on a Monday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. So uh, I have a couple funnies uh, that uh, were sent to me, and... uh, for those that uh, have DLive, you'll be able to watch them live alongside with us. Otherwise, uh, you, get, you get to just listen to, to them, and uh, we'll go from there and see uh, how these turn out. I'm crossing my fingers that everything is uh, working from a technical standpoint, and uh, enjoy. <laughs> this is, uh, to preface, preface this one, uh, this is uh, basically when you call two Chinese restaurants at the same time. So... Enjoy. I'm not hearing anything. Nope, not yet. Not yet. Uh, let's try. Let's try it one more time. Can you hear me now? Good. Verizon, the official sponsor of the slightly serious. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness! Let me make sure that uh, that's up and running. I don't know why we wouldn't be getting the sound from it. On a- TikTok, sometimes you have to click the mute button when it's on the computer because it's actually muted on the video. Can you hear me now? Good. Oh, I'm. Um, I hear talk. I, I hear hear me again. But- <laughs> um, what's going on here? Let's. Please stand by as we're working to fix some technical difficulties. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what seems to be the issue here. So just bear with us. Uh, let me uh, try a couple different settings. I hear it there. Um, let me reset uh, this one program and see if that's what's causing us the issue. Anywho, uh, just heard it for a second it was just a little quiet did you okay i'm, I'm gonna yeah. open the back up uh, just as a side note tomorrow's show uh i have uh a cherry i can't even talk a charity event to attend tomorrow evening so 
We will probably not be on tomorrow night, but we'll be back on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Campaigning for Newsom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, t- tomorrow night we're on hiatus, uh, like like Jane says, because he's um, got got like a charity meeting to attend. And but Wednesday we will be back, and we are going to be interviewing a very special guest who has accepted an invitation to come on our show. Thir- Thursday we will be doing our Tuesday night trivia that night, and then of course our TGIF Friday show. That's right. He doesn't have to go to a charity event. He's lying to you. He's going to loop all live. But that's where oh, he's going. Oh, I did that a couple weeks ago, Jeremy. Come on. <laughs> okay. I think we got it going. So now uh, I just need to uh, do this, that. And uh, we have it all fixed up for you. So take two on this. Hello? <laughs> Yeah, how can I help you? Hello? Yeah, how can I help you? Hello? Yeah, how can I help you? Is this a new restaurant? Yeah, how can I help you? Yeah. What? So to give you an idea, the guy's got two cell phones, for those of you not watching the video. He's called two separate Chinese restaurants. Uh, that's why you hear both of them. Basically, both of the Chinese restaurants are talking to each other on speakerphone. Hello? Yeah, how can I help you? Hello? <laughs> Yeah, how can I help you? Is this a new restaurant? Yeah, how can I help you? Yeah. What? Yeah. What's the order? How can I help you? What? What the name? This Chinese restaurant. How can I help you, baby? You want the order or no? What you mean? This Chinese restaurant. I don't call you. You call me. No, I don't call you. No, I don't call you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, that was uh, pretty hilarious. Just the- nothing like. This is too funny. You used to be able to do that through an app. Oh, did you? Yeah, you used to be able to make two people call each other at the same time, but they took it down because so many people were doing stuff like that. Oh wow. Yeah, and we made a sex store called uh, call. We made a sex shop that, like, they would answer the phone. They would talk really dirty to you when you answer the phone. It was out in uh-huh. Vegas, and uh, we used to make them in Westboro Baptist Church. You know those bigots. You know that bad that, that Baptist church that protests like Marines funerals and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. We made Westboro Baptist Church and that sex shop call each other, and they were like. Hello, how can I suck you off tonight? And he was like, What the fuck, woman? What you calling me for? Talking about. Oh my God. Now I have one last one. Um, this is uh, basically. Hey, someone... uh, this would be up Chill Jelly's Alley. I this tell. is uh, a drawing uh, of how men were created. And uh, we'll. <laughs> I know, right? I know, I see your eyes. Oh my god. Shame on you. Oh, wow. 
Oh, wait, where, where's the lash? The lashing? Uh, I have it uh, stuffed away, so I have to uh, bring it out. There you go. <laughs> that was, that was uh, pretty yeah. good, Bert. That was a good find. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that was, um, I, I, when I first, I, I have to admit, when I first saw it, uh, my mind was going there, too. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be, uh, you know. Let's be that's, honest here. That's like one of those psychologist pictures. What do you see in these pictures? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, the other thing uh, I wanted to get to before uh, we have, uh, you know, as we're speaking of vaccinations and stuff like that, we have. Uh, I think uh, the Epoch Times was reporting that 125 part ways with India's biggest hospital system after refusing to get vaccinated. That's wow. amazing. Uh, a lot of that staff. is. I mean, it kind of coincides with uh, what we heard last week in New York with uh, some hospitals not being able to deliver babies because too many people are resigning. And even like I uh, said in San Diego, the uh, the SDPD, um, the people that uh, basically advocate their you know little group. I don't know what they're called. Uh, trying to. Th- uh, the group uh, basically repre- that represents the officers, their union, that's what it is. Uh, basically, over 50% of police officers in San Diego are not vaccinated and are saying that they will either retire or be f- willing to be fired if they impose a mandate to be vaccinated. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know where, where it stops. I don't think, like I said, I am 100% against mandates of being vaccinated. I think uh, if you have a vaccine or a shot that you can 100% say that you'll be protected from catching any type of disease, I might be uh, a little bit more okay with that, with a mandate. But at the same time... When it boils down to it, nobody should be forcing you to inject anything into your damn body if you don't feel the need or want to have it. That's the biggest issue, and I I, I just don't see this ending anytime soon. So I don't know. I don't know uh, what uh, what's in store for this country as far as uh, mandates are concerned. Obviously, you know they're rejecting the booster shots right now. That failed miserably. Uh, Twelve to three, I think it was. Uh-huh. The largest hospital in Alabama, by the way, dropped their vaccine mandate. Oh, they dropped it. Yeah, they dropped it. They said they uh, won't man, be enforcing Birmingham? it. Birmingham. Yeah, U- University of Alabama Birmingham Hospital. It's like it's where uh, most. Um, well, it's where ninety percent of all athletes come to get the like if they have like a. Like a like an injury while on like the football field or you know UFC or what whatever it is, that's where they come to get their stuff done. They um they drop their vaccine mandate because of so many walkouts. Well, you know, I, I was reading a whole list. I think it was mostly like airlines and stuff like that. And I think United is the biggest one as far as being you know you're either going to get jabbed or you get or you can say bye bye. But you know all these companies across the United States. Are either mandating it, making it to where you have to get jabbed, or you're out of a job, or you're going to be paying a premium for your health care insurance. And uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's like, uh, like we continue to say, it's just 
uh, America's in unprecedented times, and uh, I don't know. I'm just lost. <laughs> don't know what to say. Don't know. Uh, just d- all I can say is do what's best for you and your family and uh, make decisions that best suit your livelihoods. At least you don't employ 100 people. Thank slightly. God. I, uh, I, I don't you know. I don't, so, I, don't, I don't see how they can mandate such a thing. I really don't. Like I said, it doesn't guarantee anything. So what, the, what is the point of manda- having a mandate? You, especially when you have millions of undocumented immigrants coming into this country on a daily basis that don't need to be vaccinated. They're okay. They're, they're like the rich. They're, 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 they're on the upper echelon in society. They're better than you and I. Free pass. Yep. They get free money. They get free food. Uh, they don't need to be jabbed by something that someone may or may not want to have in their body. Um, if what's good for the goose is always good for the gander. So when you get mixed messages from your government, you have a pretty fucked government, in my opinion. I'd rather him tell me I got to go in and lay a hundred dollars down on black on a roulette table than. You got to get this jab because it got a better chance of coming out something good on that. Exactly. You know? But I, and I go back to I'm like, okay, hey, look, if 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 you mandate something, then uh, you know you need to see be checking COVID passports at every entry uh, to this country to make sure that whoever's coming across this, those borders, whether they're legal or illegal, have been vaccinated. If you're going to be all gung ho about vaccines, so. Yeah. I yeah. mean, don't tell me that, oh, well, if you're uh, an employer of 100 people or more, well, you know what? This country receives hundreds of thousands of illegals every damn day, it seems. Why, why, why aren't they checking uh, and, and jabbing people at these, uh, you know, I don't know what they call them now, at the hotels and uh, resorts that they're stashing them in? Well, why even say businesses with a hundred employees or more? If you're if you're that much of a, a you know gunslinger with this whole shot, I'm not calling it the mm-hmm. B word. You just mm-hmm. say, hey, you have a business license, you sign somebody's check, you all have to be vaccinated. Yeah. Well, it's because the illegals when they come across the border, they're all going sin bicona, sin bicona, and they're like, okay. Why? The hundred employee seems to be as arbitrary as the six foot rule. Yeah, I mean, if 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 it's going to be a hundred, it should just be everybody. <laughs> I don't want it to be, but I'm just making yeah, a comment. No, I, you know why? You know why they they did the six feet, right? Well, nobody seems to know that yet. But what does? Well, it's because Anthony Fauci's favorite song was "Give Me Three Steps," and he put three and three together, and he came up with six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in yeah. How about wow. this, uh, Pert? How about why not? You know what? If you're that adamant about jabbing everybody, just make it to where if you want to see a doctor, the doctor's going to jab you before he sees you. Yeah, but I mean, then you'd have people not going to the doctor for other things. That's already happening, though. I haven't heard that happen. What, the, the fourth shot or people not going? Yeah, no, it, it, it's doctors that re- are refusing to see you if you're not vaccinated. Oh, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. I, there's a YouTube video, I believe, if, if it's still up on YouTube, of um of a patient going in and his doctor told him straight up, he's like, "If you don't have the vaccine by the next time you come back, don't come back because I'm not seeing you anymore." 
Comey's? Did it say if he was a landlord also? <laughs> right. Oh. Well, but here's okay. the thing. No. What, okay, and so in that instance, where where are all these people that aren't those? Aren't there the, some of those out there that say that healthcare is uh, what is what do they say? It's uh, it's not it's not a luxury, but it's it's a right. A right. Where are those people at? Well, they believe it's a right for the government to shove that shit in your arm. That's what they believe. Yeah. Well, and um, I, I remember a few years ago being in the car listening to the Eric Erickson radio show on WSB. For the record, I'm not a fan of this uh, conservative talker because he's a never-Trumper. But what he said, you know, that makes sense to some people is the fact that health care is neither a right nor a privilege. Technically, it is a want or a need. Mm. But but I know that's a topic that many people are going to continue to, to yeah, debate. I mean, I don't know. I mean, nothing to me. Nothing in life is free. You exactly. get what you pay for. I mean, if you're like Trump and you know, well off, you get cured of COVID within a couple of days. Um, you know, it's. I don't think. I don't think anybody should be refused health care. I'll say that. But. Well, and a doctor has an oath to save the patient's life especially if they, their life is being threatened. Because usually... None of them exactly. act like they have a Hippocratic Oath anymore, though, Eric. It's all about the check, all about the independence. Mm-hmm. Well, the pharmaceutical that, companies are paying them to, to, to prescribe these med- medications. I don't think that people should just like... I, I, I mean, like, I get it to the... You know, we need to pay for health care. I get that. I'm, for, I'm one of those people. I'm not for the government, you know, taking over health care. Mm-hmm. But I think that people that can't afford health care, like if they genuinely can't afford it, like, you you know what I mean? Like, I'm not talking about lazy bums that just won't fucking get a job or try to do anything about their life. I'm talking about people who genuinely they're in a medical emergency and they don't have the money to pay for this. I don't I don't think where we as a society should just sit back and be like. Oh, yeah, well, he's got to come up with 50 grand or fuck it. He's going to die. I don't think we should be that way, but I don't think we should be the way of, oh, everybody gets free health care. Well, what about I, it being something like, hey, if you're a contributing member to society, then, yeah, we're going to help you out. But if you're some drug addict that's just fucking leeching off the system, you can go rot in hell. You know what I think we well, should do? I think we should give all liberals like a city. <laughs> and we should give them all the we, – we could give them all the drugs – all the all the things they love, give them all the shit they want, and in a year come back, and we'll just build a wall around the bitch because they'll all be dead. Because they liberalism makes no sense whatsoever. Because what liberalism does, it creates a mindset of I'm entitled to everything. And what happens is when when you have a society like that, you have people that are breaking into people's houses and just taking what they want because it's godlessness. It's it's no mm-hmm. you have no conscious you, you 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 essentially are like an animal when you believe that way and and people say oh you shouldn't compare liberals to animals but listen my dog is smarter than that my dog doesn't reach and bite my hand every time I fucking feed him you mentioned government run healthcare system and I'm not one that says things can't be worse because no matter what situation you're in things can always be worse yeah however mm-hmm. with what Honeybee and I have gone through with this COVID uh, situation. I don't see how the government could be worse. Granted, yeah, they could be, but I mean, that's how horrible it is right now with the situation. 
Yeah. Just trying to get doctors to respond, <clears throat> records to be transferred, people that you pay to care couldn't care less. It, it's a very sad state. But do you think yeah. that if it was government run that they would give any more care about that? I I don't know. That's why I'm saying I'm, I'm probably, you know, just talking out my ass with it. But it's just it's so frustrating because it's definitely not the healthcare system I have known through the years of my life. I'll say that I've seen well, much better, much more concerning people that concerned or, or healthcare professionals that were concerned with an individual as to where now you see healthcare workers that are concerned with the billing to the insurance they're probably, company. They're probably more concerned about the billing. Mm-hmm. They're probably more concerned about their personal exactly. insurance or being sued. And they're more worried about getting paid than caring about another yeah, individual. I, I, well, well, we're all worried about getting paid, but I mean, they when you when you go into that profession, there is a, a Hippocratic oath that you take, but it, you might as well not even take it anymore because I really don't see that happening. Yeah. I, I mean, if it, it, it's to the point where it wouldn't surprise me if somebody's fallen down with a heart attack on Main Street and a doctor just walks by and says, "Can I see your insurance card?" I, I mean, instead of stopping and trying to help the person as a as a regular citizen. Right you would hope would do for anybody. Here's a healthcare professional that would have more knowledge than anybody else. And they're probably going to ask for their damn insurance card before they well, touch Well, you can them. also look at the other things as, as far as people being injured or getting the shit kicked out of them on a street. Uh, you have people that are more apt to reach for their cell phones than help out the individual these days. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So, um, and then I think like certain reforms in the healthcare industry, I agree with. I mean, I, I agree with abolishing like the pre-existing condition discrimination, and and I agree with like you know mal, malpractice you know need to be reformed, and um, you know to where you know these um, frivolous malpractice suits that get filed against doctors in hospitals isn't such a common occurrence that um, you know if, if people make a living off of suing doctors in hospitals. You know, you know to, you know to satisfy their egos and to satisfy like their pocketbooks. I mean, to me that that's unacceptable behavior. We need to get back to where we're all caring humans and we mm-hmm. care about humanity and not bill a, and bill not a, about the money and stuff. You know, something I would be completely fine with, and I don't know anybody. I mean, there may be people who have a problem with it. Hell, I, you guys may have a problem with it, but I have no problem whatsoever if we were to cut some foreign aid and you know, something like that to where anybody I, under the age of 19 got free health care and anybody over the age of 65 got free well, health care. I think the first thing is first in cutting off foreign aid. That's the number. Let's, let's yeah. start. Well, and um, and I also support cutting off taxpayer funding to Planned Parenthood and, and use that money instead to bail out Social Security and Medicare. I got That's your Planned good- Parenthood. I got the best. Hey. Man, this is so simple. I got the best way to stop abortions. I got the best way to, for you to stop being, putting yourself into where you need an abortion. Keep your fucking legs shut and keep your pants zipped and you won't have to worry about it. Well, that's one way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean... Okay, preacher Cummings. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just being honest. I love you, brother. No, I mean, just think about it. I mean, if, you, if you're going to have sex, you know there's a consequence of, of, of getting pregnant. Or getting someone pregnant if you're a man. Okay, so how does that human being not have the right to live even though you knew and you understood the consequences of your action? 
that's where I've got a problem with it. It's just like, just keep your fucking legs shut and don't. Well, come but the problem now, Cummings, is they're not paying them to keep their legs shut. They're paying them to take their yeah. pants off. You damn right about yeah. that. A lot of money. Um, and um, do they even realize the risk of contracting sexually transmitted diseases from unprotected sex? That's another good well, question. You know, when you're talking dollars and cents and you can get more money from your government to pump out babies, uh, you're not too concerned about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bareback's the way to right. go. Feels much better, right? <laughs> anyway, one, one final story before we head out. Uh, this is uh, the Epic Times. Illegal immigrants are rushing to Mexico from Texas camp to avoid deportation. Uh, in Acuna, Mexico, uh, some of the thousands of illegal immigrants who have amassed near the Texas border are leaving the United States, returning to Mexico to pick up supplies or to avoid being deported back home to their countries. Haitians and others are witnessed on September 20th crossing the Rio Grande to enter Acuna, Mexico, as they consider their options following a U.S. crackdown on an illegal immigrant camp under the International Bridge just north of the border in Del Rio, Texas. Fanel, a Haitian who has been living in Chile for three years, was one of the immigrants who went to Acuna. He told Epic Times he was stocking up on supplies, including water and fruit, after hearing around the encampment that everybody who stayed would be deported. Fanel, who declined to give his last name, said he was considering what to do next. Yanath, who is 32, whose husband is Haitian, also expressed concern about being deported. She planned to venture back to Del Rio to get her family, including her partner, and return to Acuna to try to formulate a plan. Recounting a harrowing journey from Chile, Yanath said that most women who travel through the Darien jungle get raped. Quote, I'm not going back, she said, adding that the family would likely go to a different part of the United States-Mexico border and try to cross there. And uh, as you see some of the other photos of these uh, people. Um, another individual, Nader, who's 39, wasn't certain of heading to a different spot on the border. The Haitian native was with his nine-year-old son looking for shelter in Mexico and said he'd stay there for now. It's not an option to go back to Haiti, he told the Epic Times. I can't go back. They'll kill me. So, you know, the, the Haitians uh, seem like, uh, you know, they're in fear of being deported. So, hell, sounds like we got, like, bunches of people, illegal immigrants just flopping from Mexico to the United States. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess uh, maybe, maybe the country of Mexico will soon realize the issue that they're causing the United States and vice versa, and something will come of this. Well, interesting. They realized it under Trump, wasn't right? it? But but do you think that Mexico is going to start seeing the influx of immigrants going into their country, and they're going? I, you know, I think that Mexico will do something about it. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I agree with yeah, you on that I, one. Yeah, they'll do something sooner than the United States' administration will do something about the illegal immigration in this country. I guarantee. Well, you know what? Do, do the old American way and just just get out there and put them to work and we can have more avocados from Mexico. Hey, you know what? I still stick by my plan. You, If you put the military on the border and you fucking shoot one of them dead, uh, they'll stop coming. I guarantee you. Damn I right. guarantee it. That. Hey, in the, in the old days when they caught pirates at sea, they hung their head at the entry, you know, at the port yeah. entry from a well, pole. As a warning, you, so. you know, back in World War Two, you know, back in World War Two, um, they were having a problem of uh, when they were giving out like the uh, rations and stuff. They were having problems of, of people crossing the border illegally from Mexico to come over and get the rations at the nearest border cities. And uh, they put a SOS on the border back then, deputized farmers. Go. 
So, anyways, food for thought on that. Uh, so Haitians are fleeing to Mexico for uh, not to be deported, and uh, well, maybe border patrol. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, border patrol was on horseback. Uh, I don't know if it was just today or earlier this week, using whips to push people back. Really? Yeah, and and of course the liberals were crying about how inhumane that is. Oh my god. They're breaking the law coming over. It's more humane than shooting them like Jeremy no, wanted that, to do. You damn right. <laughs> I, I, I'm for shooting. Uh, not all of them, just one of them to, to prove a point. And, uh, yeah, go from yeah. there. Uh, I, I read something uh, something going on with Milt Dog. Is, what's going on with that? I have not heard anything about that. Perk. Oh, I don't know. I was going to ask if Me was still in here because maybe she may well, know. Um, He's still here. I, I did see um, an Instagram post of his from him earlier that you know he, he appeared to be in the hospital but um but i know lady me is one of like a couple of people you know closely associated with him um so you know if, if he is hospitalized you know and fallen ill or something so definitely you know please keep milk dog in prayers and i received a text message from dina joe a little while ago that her you know her partner lewis um you know has like suffered a death in the family i I believe it's his mother, so please keep Dina Joe and Lewis's family in prayers. All right. Well, we'll uh, definitely uh, keep those every, those people in our thoughts and prayers and stuff like that. And uh, if we get well, and I guess if you decide to talk to Lady Me after the show to see what she knows. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll continue to uh, see what's going on, try to get some information on that, pass that on to everybody, and uh, just a, a, again, quick reminder, tomorrow we'll be taking the evening off. We'll be back Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern Time. And uh, let's go around and get some final thoughts for the evening. Uh, Producer Eric? Well, um, great, great show. Definitely look forward to Wednesday evening when we have special guest. Um, I'm, I got to think of his name, Carl. Um, um, start, hang, hang on a moment. Um, Carl. Um, Carl Bo- yeah, um, B- Bognik, B-O-H-N-A-K, um, you know, and he's got a very interesting sto- story to tell and, um, and we're going to allow him to share his story with us and he might even weigh in on, on other, other socially relevant hot topics and events with us. And then our trivia game will be postponed till Thursday. Yes, we'll do, uh, we can do uh, trivia on Thursday when uh, we get back at things and uh, look forward to seeing everybody on Wednesday. And uh, it should be a good, uh, exciting interview. Uh, look forward to that. And, uh, Pert, any final thoughts for the evening? Yeah, you know, I had something really weird happen over the weekend. I, I got a call from Eric. I don't know how he got my number. He said he needed $500 to bail out his Aunt Becky because it was her birthday <laughs> and he wanted to spend birthday with her. And, you know, I was really torn about it. I was going to do it. And then Cummings calls says, don't do it, Pert. He's going to use to buy pod bean points and Skittles. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I, but I oh, thought it Lord. out. I, did, I thought it out. There's a happy ending to this. I gave him the money. I gave him $500. But then he called me the next day from jail and said, Pert, why'd you give me counterfeit money? <laughs> I said, well, you're under the same roof. Oh, my God. Oh, please. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. Make sure you uh, check us out over on the Twitter, Twitter at Slightly Serious, and uh, check out our website, SlightlyShow.com. And if you haven't already, go over to DLive.tv forward slash Slightly underscore Serious. Subscribe. 
watch us on the video feed live. Other than that, we'll see you back here on Wednesday night at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Until then, God bless and God bless America. Thank you all. Love you. Tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.
See you, big sexy. Good night, everybody.